0: Listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network.
1: It's the podcast! In the Broadcast Basement.
0: Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago. This is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone. Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And welcome on in to episode number 116. Very excited to have a returning guest join us this week. He is the fat femme Asian sensation, Mateo Valentine, and we'll talk about his crazy beauty supply match against Joey Mayberry this past Friday night at Chicago Style Wrestling. Plus, we'll take a look at all-heel wrestling on Sunday, May the 1st, where Mateo will be challenging for the Change of Fortune Championship against the vape god, Fletch Malone. Plus, we'll talk about locals and a whole lot more coming up right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle, but what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.trueheightstx.com or give them a call at 708 248 Three nine. Hey, it's the Cryonic Redneck Coldstone, Tim Boston, CS underscore Tim Boston on social media. And when I'm not scooping, when I'm not wrestling, I'm listening to Windy City Slam. Give me a, well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Windy City Slam podcast. In just a little bit, we'll get to our special guest for the week, Mateo Valentine. But first, let's take a look around the world of professional wrestling. First, AEW and New Japan Wrestling have a co-announcement last week. AEW's Tony Khan announces that AEW and New Japan will be presenting Forbidden Door, a special joint show between the two promotions, will be in Chicago at the United Center on Sunday night, June the 26th. Very excited about that one. Many a dream matchup will be realized on this night, Will we also see the return of former AEW champion Kenny Omega? I think at this point, we will see Kenny back. We haven't seen much of him in 2022, but I think this would be the perfect time for him to come back with his ties to both AEW and New Japan. Will we see CM Punk against Okada? Brian Danielson against maybe Okada or somebody else from New Japan? Will Ospreay, Jay White, Hiroshi Tanahashi, So many potential dream matches on the docket. We'll see what happens when the Forbidden Door comes to Chicago at the end of June. Also, a couple of items to report from Impact Wrestling from their pay-per-view rebellion this past weekend. And congratulations to Walking Weapon Josh Alexander on defeating Moose to become the new Impact World Heavyweight Champion. Also, congratulations to Taya Valkyrie on once again becoming the Impact Knockouts Champion as she defeated Deanna Perrazzo. Flipping to local Chicagoland wrestling, this past Friday night, April the 22nd, Chicago-style wrestling presented Bad Friday at the American Legion in Franklin Park. Yours truly was there, on-site to cover the show, to take ringside pictures. Stay tuned to WindyCitySlam.com for a whole lot more coverage from Bad Friday, but let's take a quick rundown of the matches on the show. During the pre-show, we had Moondog Murray defeat Doom Montgomery, and in the Futures Battle Royal, career killer Chris Miller comes out midway through the Battle Royal, just starts beating the crap out of everybody in there, throwing guys out left and right. He last eliminated Aaron Stone and AJ Fire to win. The Battle Royal and make a huge statement since the dissolution of CNC Destruction. Shifting to the main card, Conan Lycan defeats Iniestra. And we're going to hear a lot more about Conan Lycan in just a little bit from this show. Then we had an impromptu three-way tag team match when Jay Marston and Shane Boucher came out complaining about not being advertised and not being scheduled for a match. But then Counselor Eric Schultz and Mario Pardua come out. And then after those two teams start talking in the ring, Irish Carbob, Sean Mulligan, and Marco Anthony come out of the bar at the American Legion. And they say, let's make this a triple threat match. So all three teams get in the ring and Mulligan and Anthony end up winning the match. And then after the match, Marston, Boucher, Schultz, and Pardua all attack Mulligan and Anthony until Cody James, a newly minted babyface since the solution of CNC Destruction, comes out, cleans house, saves Mulligan and Anthony from the four on two beatdown, and then they share a drink in the ring together. Scramble match. Now, this was one of the most intriguing matches on the night. And it went to CSW women's champion Heather Reckless. She pulls out the victory over Sierra. Vic Capri, Jack Moody, and Cypher when Heather Reckless's monster Cypher wore on Moody, slammed him down and Reckless ended up getting the pin. T.J. Steele defeated Ryan Matthews at a battle of biceps VA count out. Now, the problem with Ryan Matthews in this match was he was too preoccupied with trying to measure T.J. Steele's biceps and prove that he had the bigger arms. Within that issue, Matthews ends up getting outside the ring and counted out by the referee. And then it was the beauty supply match. Part two, electric boogaloo, Joey Mayberry defeats former friend and tag team partner. And our guest today, Mateo Valentine in a brutal match. And there was interference from Joey Mayberry's partner in crime, Jillian leading to the victory over Mateo. And, this match was crazy you had the, the old school hair dryers you had all these fashion implements you had wax strips you had hair curlers you had blow like regular handheld blow dryers everything and anything was used in this match and even a portable clothing cart was disassembled outside the ring by Jillian and Jillian then brandished a weapon which ended up in the hands of joey mayberry and he was able to use the weapon in the ring as well and big victory for joey mayberry and a tough loss for Mattel valentine we'll talk a whole lot more about this match in just a few minutes then on the second half of the show csw metro division champion steve boz retained with a victory over the bruising solomon tupu csw champion joey jet avalon won the three-step gauntlet match over Casey Nova, Adam Stallion, and Axel Rico. And the final match against Rico, it was crazy. There was interference. Sierra distracted the referee. Avalon was able to use the shovel on another regions of Axel Rico to gain the victory there. Now, this is a setup for Joey Avalon against Scotty Tuhati at next month's CSW show. And that will be a CSW championship match in a pure rules match in the ultimate irony. Jax Johnson defeats former ROH pure champion, Josh Woods by a pinfall with Jax's feet on the ropes for leverage. Ironic because pure rules. And this was a flat out breaking of the rules undetected by the official. Jax Johnson, who broke away from Levi LaGuire, and appeared to be on the side of good, kind of breaks the rules and gets a huge victory. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's whatever it takes to get a win. But Jax Johnson kind of showing a little sheepish evil side again in getting that big victory over Josh Woods. And by the way, an aside, I got to talk to Josh a little bit after the show. Amazing guy. One of the nicest guys you would ever meet. He may look intimidating, but he really is a nice dude. If you ever get to meet Josh, go ahead and meet him. He's very cool with the fans. And then the main event was the CSW Tag Team Championships. The Dope Kings, the champions, Brubaker and CJ Esparza. They retained their titles over the reunited soul touches of Marche Rocket and Acid Jazz in a no contest. Now, during the course of the match, acid jazz and Marche had all kinds of issues getting along and it appeared that that team was imploding late in the match. It was a brawl. And then all of a sudden from the back, Solomon Tupu, Jay Marston, Shane Boucher storm, the ring, attacking all four of the combatants in the ring. Conan Liking comes out with a chair cleaning house as Tupu, Marston and Boucher escorted away from the ring by that chair. And it appeared that Lycan was helping out Marche rocket and crew. But then he turns around, turns on Marche with the chair, beats him down. And then all four of these guys, and what do all four of these guys have in common? They're all black and brave graduates. So Solomon Tupu, Conan Lycan, Jay Marston, Shane Boucher stand tall, and inside the ring at the end of CSW's bad Friday. So this looks like a brand new faction of hellacious men in CSW that are young and hungry. And the fact they're all black and brave graduates means they're pretty damn good in the ring as well. This is going to be a very, very interesting storyline going forward in Chicago style wrestling. And this was one terrific show by Steve Boz and the crew. Big thumbs up there. Turning to Freelance Wrestling this past Friday night, April the 22nd, Thrash Unreal at the Logan Square Auditorium. The Scrabble match went to Alfonso Gonzalez. He defeats Dan the Dad, Chico Suave, Cody Lane, Fretman Ja, and Ethan Price when Gonzalez pins Dan the Dead with a hold of Dan's khakis. Freelance Legacy Championship Robert Eagle Anthony retains over Matt Nix after interference from Fright the Clock. GPA and Laney defeat Blair Onyx and Guerrera de Brisenas after Laney hits the Unicutter on Guerrera and Pinzer. Storm Grayson keeps up his role. He defeats the hard hitting, stiff robo ginger Gary J after a knee trigger. Project Monix defeats Sabin Gage after the Project Plunge. A three way singles match between tag team competitors Darren Corbin, August Matthews, and Cota Hernandez went to a no contest when all of their partners interfered. So Bucky Collins, Davey Bang, and Darius Luttrell all got involved. Referee had no choice but to throw this out. This is a tag team rivalry that's gone on in freelance the last few months, and it should continue again for the next couple. Freelance World Championship match. This is your main event. Robert Eagle Anthony with Frank the Clown defeat Anthony Henry by pinfall after the mandalorian driver and after the cameras stop rolling val capone the interviewer the announcer the broadcaster all the fun things that she does for freelance wrestling and local chicago independent wrestling she enters the ring confronts frank the clown they have a little bit of impromptu fight val delivers a hellacious clothesline to frank and the crowd goes home happy so that was kind of a cool moment Somebody captured it on video. It's on social media. Another great card from Freelance. Warrior Wrestling 21 was this past Saturday night, April the 23rd. Bendix Arena in South Bend. Let's run this show down. The pre-show match. Heavyweight Hustle, Calvin Tankman, defeats our friend of the show, Jordan Cross, with the Tankman Driver. Then, main card. We have the Warrior Wrestling Lucha Championship. The victory goes to the defending champion, Sam Adonis, as he defeats Aramis. New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo Showcase, Carl Fredericks defeats Clark Connors. Storm Grayson, now get this, Storm Grayson with Frank the Clown. Wow. And this was announced during Frank the Clown's press conference. Frank is managing Storm Grayson in Warrior Wrestling. He also managed Shazam McKenzie later on in the night. And Storm Grayson knocks off Alex Zane. So another huge win for Storm Grayson. And then after the match, Calvin Tankman comes out and also joins Frank the Clown Stable. Now, Frank has got a crew of really tough wrestlers now in Warrior Wrestling. Wow swerve strickland defeats adam brooks then we had the dantes of dante martin and dante leon with dante leon taking darius martin's place they defeat brian cage and casey navarro in tag team action as cage and navarro continue to disintegrate then for the vacant warrior wrestling women's championship now defending champion thunder rosa made an appearance to relinquish the title Unfortunately, she won't be able to compete much for Warrior Wrestling in the future due to her AEW commitments, so she gives up the title. And Athena wins that championship. She is the new Warrior Wrestling Women's Champion. She defeats Sky Blue and Shaza McKenzie, despite the fact that Shaza had Frank the Clown in her corner. Main event, Warrior Wrestling Championship. Will Ospreay, the Billy Goat retains over Blake Christian, an absolute classic. It was one of those classic matches where it just kind of built slowly and it built and it built. And then the crescendo of the last three to five minutes of high impact moves near falls. It was a perfectly booked match in terms of kind of building the excitement to a huge crescendo at the very, very end. And Osprey retains the title. After the match, Casey Navarro, who holds the Warrior Wrestling Championship medallion, with which he can cash in for any championship match. It Perry, he was ready to challenge Will Ospreay, but Brian Cage came out and said, no, sir, you're wrestling me at the next Warrior Wrestling show. So I had a feeling that Cage and Navarro was it's going to kind of disintegrate. And sure enough, we're going to have a match between the two next month in Collinsville. Also next month in Collinsville, Osprey defends the Warrior Wrestling Championship against St. Louis native Davey Richards. couple of other notes from local wrestling this past weekend. Berwyn Championship Wrestling on Saturday night, April the 23rd. Your new BCW champion. Congratulations to Joe Alonzo and from Heroes and Legends in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Chicago sweetheart Missa Kate retained the Heroes and Legends Women's Championship. Turning the page to this coming weekend, we have a few pretty good shows once again, another busy weekend in the region. Friday night, April the 29th, AAW's Pros Never Say Die at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, plus an live taping beforehand. This show features AAW champion Matt Fitchett defending against Eric Young. This should be a really, really fun match. Then we have a steel cage match with Silas Young against Manders. The AAW tag team championships Ace Perry and Hammerstone face Russ Jones and Heather Reckless. Interesting team. Russ Jones just depict anybody he walked into backstage at the last show for his title shot against Perry and Hammerstone. And this should be a lot of fun seeing the chemistry between Russ Jones and Heather Reckless. AAW Heritage Championship, Ace Austin, the newly minted Impact X Division champion. He defends the Heritage title against Myron Reed. Mike Bennett faces Fred Yehai. And then Big Beef Gnarls Garvin faces the new Impact World Champion, Josh Alexander. Saturday night, April 30th, Freelance Underground presents Shaken Not Stirred at Thornton Distilling Company in Thornton. Project Monix and Chico Suave face the team of Matt Nix and a partner to be determined. So the Monix and Nix rivalry continues in Freelance Underground to build towards that one-on-one match for Monix and Knicks. Freelance Underground Tag Team Championships, the Brothers of Funstruction, with Frank DeCon in their corner, defend the titles against violences forever. Kevin Koo and Dom Garini. That should be a pretty darn good match. And in a three-way women's match featuring Heather Monroe, Billy Starks, and Taylor Rising. In addition, we have Jesse V versus Joshua Bishop. And there's going to be a whole lot more. So stay tuned to social media for Freelance Underground. Sunday, May the 1st, we have two big shows. Black Label Pro presents Fancy Wrestling, RDS Gym and Crown Point, Matinee. We have the vacant Black Label Pro Championship, A Fatal 4-Way, Joshua Bishop versus PCO versus Levi Everett versus Kobe Durst. The Impact X-Division title will be defended by Ace Austin against Devin Monroe. Then we have Shaza McKenzie versus Alice Crowley. Crash Jackson takes on Big Damo. Big Damo formerly of NXT and Impact Wrestling. Walking Weapon Josh Alexander faces Cody Lane. And then Myron Reed replacing Sky Blue against Anthony Green. And Sunday, May the 1st, a show I will be covering in person for WindyCitySlam.com, All Heel Wrestling 3, Spring Reckoning at the Paris Banquet Hall in North Chicago, featuring the AHW Championship. It's a two out of three tables and doors match. The champion, Gunnar Wicks, defends against Baxter Belafonte. Then we have the All Heel Wrestling Midwestern Championship, Ricky Reyes of New Japan, Ring of Honor, and Lucha Underground fame faces Vic Capri. All Heel Women's Championship, Fatal Fourway, Raven Radix defends the title against Missa Kate, Leslie La Muñica, and Kenzie James. All Heel Tag Team Championships, a no disqualification match, the defending champions, the Foleys take on the haters. And then the AHW Change of Fortune Championship, Vape God Fletch Malone, defends against Mateo Valentine. And if you hold the Change of Fortune Championship, you can cash that in at any time for a shot at the All-Hero Wrestling Championship. So perhaps we see Vape God Fletch Malone or Mateo Valentine use that opportunity to cash in on a champion at the end of the night that may be vulnerable. Then we have the all-heel deathmatch championship. Dysfunction defends against Percy Drews. Three-way match for the number one contendership for the Midwestern championship. Cody James versus CJ Cole versus porn Stash Peter Schwanz. Then we have Chucky Bates versus JP. And the casting couch taking on NLS and Moondog Murray. Should be a pretty cool show up in North Chicago on Sunday. And I can't wait to check it out. Few other shows this weekend to kind of uh, keep your eye out on. All on Saturday night. We have Northern Lights Wrestling in Godly. We have True Privilege Wrestling back in Maywood. That should be a really good show. We have Premier Pro Wrestling, Prepare for Glory up in Woodstock. And then High Voltage Wrestling's Aftershock in Hinkley all right in mere moments coming up as special guest the fat femme asian sensation mateo valentine stay tuned want to get more customers for your business promoters do you want more exposure for your upcoming event windy city slam podcast can be your tag team partner advertise with windy city slam and reach wrestling fans in the chicagoland area and in the midwest message us on facebook instagram or Twitter, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M I K E P A N K O W at WindyCitySlam.com. All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast, and I am so excited. To have one of our returning guests come back to the show, he was with us last August. He's been lighting up the Chicago area independent scene, including CSW, Pow Entertainment, Lucha Libre Total, ARW, and more. And he'll be wrestling at All Heel Wrestling this Sunday, May the 1st. He's one of the fastest rising stars on the local scene, the fat femme Asian sensation, Mateo Valentine.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Mike, for uh, coming back. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Again, it's an honor.
0: Absolutely. It was so good to see you this past Friday night at Chicago style wrestling's bad Friday. Unfortunately for you, you got a little bit roughed house in that match. Joey Mayberry pulled out the victory in the second ever beauty supply match. And obviously you won the first one. So you're one and one in those uh, stipulations defeated Ryan Matthews, but, Take me back to the beauty supply match where you had all these different implements all over the ring. You had the classic hair dryers. You had the, the hair curlers. In fact, Joey threw, the the I, I think, the hair curler at me, and it hit me in the leg as I was shooting photos at Rigside after he did some uh, stuff to you in the middle of the ring with it. So what was it like to be a part of that
1: brutal match? Um. It's quite different. It's quite different to be part of that kind of match because um, it's not really, it's, you know, some people might think of it as a parody to a death match uh, as a street fight or something like that. But for me, it's, it's completely different. It's completely the same thing. I had so much fun being part of it, even though it does hurt, even though it does hurt a lot. And Joey decided to cheat his way into it, cheat his way into another victory. That's completely fine with me, but uh, I'm excited to, I'm excited that maybe this win for him is a message for him to move on. And so if he can move on, then I can move on.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll get back to uh, Joey in just a second, but... You had a busy weekend as well. You had that really brutal match on Friday, like we just mentioned. But yeah. Saturday, you had Jamesville Wrestling Alliance. And Sunday, you had Lucha Libre Total. So how did you fare in those other two matches? And how did your body feel after this whole weekend?
1: My body is completely tired. My body is shot and, t- and very like, ooh, I don't feel like doing anything today. But, uh, but really... Because I love professional wrestling and what it gave to me for so much, it was a very much of a satisfactory, satisfactory tired. Like I did this, I entertained the crowd. I did all everything and it was perfect.
0: Yeah. You think maybe adrenaline carried through you those
1: last Exactly. Yes. Adrenaline, adrenaline determination and everything carried me through energy drinks, coffee, anti-anxiety medication. Um, yeah, it definitely helps with with it and all.
0: Now, going back to Joy Mayberry, he, he may have gotten the best of you this past weekend, but you guys were pretty close at one point. You were a pretty big tag team for a few months there last year. So what happened between you guys?
1: Well, it was glamorous and yummy. Um, we were going to make wrestling G-A-Y and all that stuff, and that was going to be really, really cool. But I think it just became, it just all stemmed from CSW. I think it just, we, he, I started out at CSW and then he he came in like a year later while I was still training and they want, and we, you know, we always talk to each other that how about we become a tag team because, you know, we all, we both love women's wrestling. We both, you know, we had so much in common, but then, but I think in, in the meantime, while I was working my way at CSW, you know, he was working the feature star Battle Royal and he was developing his own his own image and his own identity and his own his own self. And I was like, you do you, girl. You do, you, you keep on doing this, you know. And the arrogancy came in. Arrogancy, the jealousy, the cockiness mm-hmm. came in, and it just it just really perturbed me. It really made me feel uncomfortable. And so, when I had the opportunity to be like, "Hey, I know after with Ryan, after with you know my my stint with Ryan Matthews, I really asked myself, should i should I be with Joey, even though he'll be envious of me?" For having that spot, for having all the spotlight when I should be, when, you know, me as a giving person should give him more spotlight and everything. And so, of course, I was like, you know, and so in my head, I was like, you do you, keep on, you know, being yourself and, you know, being your fabulous self. I'm going to be with Jack Moody because, you know, even though he was a dirty lying schemer, you know, he's an attack when we were tag teaming, you know, he is probably. One of the nicest people now at CSW, you know. Yeah, and also he had
0: to deal a little bit with um, with Joey's um, partner in crime, so to speak,
1: Jillian. Oh, Jillian. Oh, Jillian. Oh, Jillian. I love. It's like you know. I respect her. I don't. I respect her, but you know, it's just. I'm pretty sure she only, uh, I'm pretty sure as Joey's personal paparazzi, she only knew about the bad stuff that Joey created about me Mm -hmm. creating this narrative towards Jillian and wants to create this that I'm actually the villain of CSW when it came to me and Joey that I'm two-faced and all that but she doesn't really know me so it's like I offer her come by my big mood and understand what I'm going on with you know I actually care about my the people who I'm around with instead of you know not yelling at them being like turn when you're I'm your personal paparazzi to turn my ish off whenever i'm like getting beat up or i lost a match
0: mm-hmm. so now you're looking forward sunday may the first all heel wrestling's ahw3 spring reckoning paris banquet hall north chicago illinois bell time 2 p.m and you are part of a major event there. Mm -hmm. You will be competing for the Change of Fortune Championship. You will be challenging the vape god, Fletch Malone, for that valuable purple belt. And wouldn't that purple belt go so well with your ensemble? It
1: looked so good, especially with my gear and my hair. Yeah. People don't understand how important, you know, everybody wants to be, you know, AHW champion and all that and uh, and everything. But the AHW change of fortune championship is really where it's at. That's the needle mover. That's the main, that should be the main attraction that people should should really look at because it's like, not only you're a champion, but it keeps the AHW champ on their toes because there's, there's that... There could be that one time, that one time something flubs up and the opportunity strikes. And so that is, that is keys to the kingdom. That is also recognition. And I cannot wait for Fletch Malone to bow down to the queen. And that's interesting too. The winner of
0: that match with you and Fletch could face that night if they really wanted to, they could go ahead and challenge the winner of Gunnar Wicks and Baxter Belafonte, because they're going to be in a brutal match, uh, two out of three tables and doors. So that could be a very interesting opportunity for either you or Fletch, whoever comes out of that change of fortune. uh, It is
1: most definitely, it's most definitely I to look out for. So I cannot wait for everyone to get their tickets and watch because, oh my God, it's going to be amazing. Also, on this great card, we have the AHW
0: Midwestern Championship, Ricky Reyes of New Japan, ROH, and Lucha Underground fame facing the great ice pick Vic Capri. That's going to be amazing. That's worth the price of a mission alone. Plus, we have the AHW Women's Championship, a four way match with champion Raven Radix taking on Missa Kate, taking on Leslie La Munica, and taking on Kenzie James. That and so much more. Uh, Nine matches total. And the cool thing I noticed about all Hugh Wrestling shows every match means something. Mm -hmm. There's a title on the line, there's a contendership on the line, something important is brewing in every match and that's definitely a tr- an attraction for people to go see all hero wrestling uh, your take on that mateo
1: yeah there's some it's like every everything means everything for us even it's hw is new but it's also heart it's also soul it's everything you know that we that we want to do and everything that you know we respect and love about this business that's why i love it you know we don't lollygag. everything means everything again Everything has a purpose.
0: Also on that show, some really good friends of yours, the Casting Couch, are taking on NLS and Moondog Murray, which should be a really good multiple-person tag team match. So tell me a little bit about the Casting Couch, who they are, and what to look for out of them.
1: Um, The Casting Couch is pretty fun at the moment. Um, The Casting Couch consists of um hot rod daddy andy and for right now um mugsy james and it's just really uh a really fun thing that's been going on and it's just it's that complete brotherhood that i i actually never thought you know i would actually be part of the entire time you know i always i never thought i would have a group of brothers that would have my back and like we would just have fun and do everything and just be and it's a dream come true
0: that's really, really cool. Uh seems like you, uh, you're pretty close with those. Uh,
1: yes, I'm, I'm very close with them, and it's all fun.
0: Now, let's talk a little bit about that NLS is for everyone show back in early March back at Berwyn Eagles Club. You had that three-way match there, which is really fantastic. And you also had a huge hand in the technical setup for that show. Yes. So what was that entire experience like for you?
1: Um, Stressful, very, very stressful. I was essentially like stage managing the show, I was setting up the sound, making sure that, you know, everything technical wise was going very good, making sure that the walkie talkies were very, were, were working and making, you know, everything from a technical aspect Um, And from a stage manager for the for the announcers and for the commentators to make it easier for them. So the wrestlers can just focus on the wrestling and the tech people can just work, can focus on everything else. And then on top of that, I had to wrestle, too. And so that was it was very much a stressful day, but it was like. But, you know, it's like with, with with you see when you see the fruits of your labor come into fruition and everything just comes and makes sense. I'm just so proud of myself and so proud of everyone that has that participated. And, and you know, essentially we exceeded our expectations.
0: NLS for Everyone was a fun show. You can catch that right now on IWTV.live. Val Capone and Trevor Atla provided the commentary for most of that show. Great work by everyone involved, obviously you, Mateo, along with uh, the three guys from NLS, Jax, Coda, and Saban. It was a terrific event, all inclusive, really, really cool. Now, do you think something like that will ever happen again if those guys had the wherewithal to do it?
1: I bu- I hope so. You know, there's always that never say no. I know. I know, Jax and Saban are very good guys. And, and Coda, she is probably one of the most resilient women I have ever known. And so maybe it's also a good sign to watch because it's also like a good inspiration just being like, hey, I want to do a show this time. Or it's like this other okay. person might be like, I want to do the show or I want to do the show and all that. And so it's just, it's just like really good. And it's just really inspiring to watch and have that whole like, oh, maybe I should do this show because if NLS can do it, then it's like, I could do it here.
0: Now, turning to a little bit more about you, you've really embraced who you are You've owned your persona, and you've gotten really, really extremely confident in the ring over these past nine, eight or nine months since we last talked formally here on Windy City Slam podcast. And in fact, Outsports named you the number 121st wrestler in the QWI Top 200 of 2021. So what has happened these last few months to kind of build
1: your confidence? Um, I think it was just total surrender to like what I, it's like, what I love about the, the growth that I've been having is just having that absolute trust and like having that, you know, having that time is more maturity and realizing who you are and what you are doing from, I, I believe like nine months, from, it's like, it's like growth and growth is exponential for me. And so it's like, what helps me was definitely ident- identifying, myself identifying the parts that I was insecure about myself and trying to make sure that they are valid and understand that they are valid but also but also helping to make sure that it doesn't affect anything else like my mental or my physical especially my mental
0: now, there was one other thing that I noticed uh, over the last couple of days uh, in preparing for this interview. There's this Facebook thing going around where I've seen a bunch of wrestlers and fans naming their bests and favorites and so forth. And you went ahead and did that on your Facebook
1: page. And- oh. <laughs> yes.
0: You have a lot of women on your list. And what stuck out to me mm-hmm. was your favorite match is Trish Stratus versus Mickie James at WrestleMania 22. Mm-hmm. And I had the fortune myself to be in the seventh row of that show to see that. Because match. it was in Chicago. Yes. It was
1: at the all-state arena, mm-hmm. right in Rosemont. Oh God, I, I repeat it all the time. I repeat I repeat that match all, every time, especially when I feel sad or whenever I, or whatever, it's just like I'm stuck and I need to get research. All I do is just watch Trish and Mickey at WrestleMania because it's just like women's, it's like Mickey James. Mickey James helps solidify for me what I wanted to be like wanted to help me continue in this business. Obviously for me the greatest of all time in my opinion is Gail Kim because it's like Gail has is can do everything. But it's just like for me like Mickey is Mickey helps catalyze almost everything that I've done. Yeah, Mickey James and Trish Stratus are
0: two great competitors. They told not only a great story in that match, but the whole storyline leading up to it. The little bit of the kind of stalker gimmick, yeah, whole thing. But I believe
1: it was one of the uh, it was one of the longest women's storylines in Divas history. And so I was just like, when they were given that kind of trust from Vince and from creative, that that meant that was money somewhere.
0: Yeah, I agree. It was, it deserved the time it got. It was a story that we really don't see that much anymore in terms of, you know, the length of time. I mean, long-term storytelling, at least on the national scene has really kind of gone downhill. And that, that feud between Mickey and Trish really epitomized it. You guys down at the CSW really do a great job of month to month storytelling several months over you and Mayberry. Had a long run, obviously, with the team, with the um, glamorous and yummy, the the kind of the turn. Then you had this match, which could be your blow off. Then again, you never know; it might come back. You
1: never know. You never know because it's just like what happened with Joey. It is what it is, but it's just like for me, and I think for everybody else at CSW at the moment, I think you felt it too, Mike. It's like you think it's not over yet. It's it, you feel like it's not over yet, right?
0: Yeah. There's definitely something to still be told out of that story. Uh, Will we see Mateo come back and get his revenge Mm -hmm. on his old friend who wronged him?
1: Yeah. That's
0: the story, my opinion. All right. Before we let you go, I want to go ahead and have you plug your social media. Mm -hmm. If you have any merchandise you want to plug, as well as your upcoming events for the next couple of weeks or so.
1: Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Mateo Valentine8 and then on Instagram at Mateo Valentine829. I am going to be at All Heel Wrestling and in North Chicago May 1st. Also going to be at Squared Circle Mega Stars on the 14th. Wow. Uh, at the Berwyn Eagles Club. I will also be in Rumpel's, Wisconsin, May 7th for POW Entertainment as well. So I'm, I'm definitely excited. I just heard about that
0: too. That's awesome. I know you've been doing some great things with POW. And we didn't even mention your great series of matches with Scott mm-hmm. Spade for the POW Entertainment Championship. Those to me were really, really amazing matches. And another thing that I'm looking forward to hearing about what's going to go down at Rumpel's Axel Rico making his debut for power entertainment and he'll be facing you in that match. Mm -hmm. What's that going to be like
1: for you? It's going to be really fun. Obviously Axel and I have a lot of history together. Uh, We kind of started out on the call from um, CSW around the same time. Uh, We also, we had our main roster run at the same time and he, we kind of went off on different paths, but now it's just like that one instance now at power entertainment where now like the paths have crossed one more time and so we're going to figure out like who's going to come out
0: all right awesome thank you for coming on mateo we really love having you on and good luck the next few weeks and uh we'll catch you up at over at all heel wrestling in north chicago on sunday
1: so much thank you
0: Special thanks to Matteo Valentine for his encore presentation on Windy City Slam Podcast. Always fun to talk to Matteo. He's a humble guy. He's a hardworking person and very excited for his future on the Chicago independent scene. All right. Next week, lots more local wrestling to talk about. We'll run down shows from All Heel Wrestling aaw freelance underground and more plus our special guest he's an up-and-coming star on the chicago area scene in places such as chicago style wrestling northland pro wrestling and crash tested wrestling we call to the stand counselor eric schultz right here on windy city slam podcast so long everybody